kind of makes me feel like dancing. On the show tonight, things somehow get worse for Matt Lauer. Instagram still sucks. And literally, fucking farmers. I repeat, literally, fucking farmers. My partner in crime, Fish B, is over there on the guitar. Also plays the bass. Also quite fluent in the Latin triangle. Thank you, Fish B, for that red-hot lead, as always. Before we get to the fishbowl this evening, I would like to start with an apology. Last night's show was about as a bottom of the barrel as I can get, and I tried to set that up from the beginning, and honestly, at the end of it, I thought long and hard about not posting it. And by long and hard, I mean five minutes. But I thought long and hard for five minutes about not posting it. I was going to blame it on some kind of uh, upgrade to Catalina catastrophe. But no, I, uh, it's there. It's there. But I try to make myself feel better about it today. Obviously, the baseball playoffs are going on. And I turn on game five at the Atlanta Braves and the St. Louis Cardinals. I turn it on in the second inning. And the Braves are already down 11 nothing in the second inning. Which reminded me that even world-class baseball pitchers, like some nights they just have it. Some nights you just have it. And sometimes even the best pitchers in baseball, they go out there and you know what? Every now and again, they just don't have command. They just don't have control and they pitch a clunker. I'm going to go ahead and call last night's show a clunker. Can we move on? Question one. What's a bigger story? Syria or impeachment? Well, these are both huge news stories. I mean, seriously, they're both, they're, they're both huge. If I was producing a newscast, I would lead with Syria just because those are U.S. allies in the Kurds that the United States has completely turned their back on, and as a result, people are dying as we speak. I repeat, because of President Trump, and his actions in Syria, which has infuriated basically everybody, what's the point of being an American ally? As if when you get in trouble, we're just going to turn your back on you and let you die. Not a very positive image we're sending to the rest of the world. But then impeachment, I mean, if Syria is 1A, impeachment is 1B. And the thing that jumps out at me today about impeachment is this Fox News poll which have been trending against the president, but still, historically, Fox News polling is a little bit more Republican-friendly. But according to a new Fox News poll, 51% of voters not only want the president impeached, but they also want him removed from office. And when it comes to impeachment, I'm not sure exactly what line we've crossed, but rest assured... 51% from a Fox News poll, we've crossed it. What's the nicest thing you did today? Well, I mean, I, I try to do nice things every day. I try to be a nice person today, no exception. My mother, God bless her, but the poor lady, she's really under the weather. She's got, she's got a horrible, horrible cold. She sounds terrible. And so today I go, I go, Hey ma, If you need anything, you let me know, and I'll be sure to ask Dad to go get it. 
What's your mom's favorite Hallmark show? It, well, she's under the weather and she watches uh, nothing but Hallmark and the evening news. Uh, based on her DVR selections, she appears to be a big fan of a program called Murder She Baked, which sounds fun. I mean, I don't even know if that shows any good. But if you're an actor, I think you just want that on your IMBD. Yeah, I was on, I appeared, I appeared, I appeared on Murder She Baked. And then also an uh, old 80s show, uh, Diagnosis Murder. Diagnosis Murder. I believe it stars uh, multiple Van Dykes. And uh, just so there's no confusion, there is no relation there. So the dumbest question I ever get is, Bob Van Dyne, are you related to Dick Van Dyke? Those are similar names, but that's not the, that's not the, you know. Uh, okay, all right, fair enough. Moving on! Do you believe Matt Lauer's rape accuser? I mean, damn. Just when you thought things couldn't get any worse for Matt Lauer. I mean, there he was making a giant media comeback. I'm not fucking around. Making a giant media comeback on his daughter's TikTok account. That, that Matt Lauer's one hell of a lip seeker. All, the, all those years of prompters served him well. Ah, uh, but yeah, this uh, this is from Ronan Farrow's new book, which I believe came out yesterday, and also has it's not that they just doesn't just go after Matt Lauer. He also goes after a lot of the NBC brass, and there is a lot of unflattering allegations in the brand new Ronan Farrow book. Dare I call it bombshell? Dare I? I dance. Which is when you don't accept a dare. That means I dance. Just making up words, but who knows. It worked for Milton. But when it comes to rape accusations, neither of us were there. Matt Lauer did issue a very forceful letter, very forceful denial letter, released by Matt Lauer for whatever that's worth. But this woman alleges that at the Sochi Olympics, her and Matt Lauer, NBC was broadcasting them, but her and Matt Lauer, they're in Sochi, you know, but they're there and uh, they're getting boozy at the hotel bar. And after what's described as a long night, uh, they go upstairs, they get in a hotel room and the woman says she was too inebriated to give consent to have sex. And she says, oh my God, was it painful? And I'm not going to get into the details why, but says she was in pain for, for days and days afterwards with sex from Matt Lauer. She says she was too drunk to give consent. But Matt Lauer contends that yes, he did have consensual sex with this woman. They had an affair, one of his many affairs. This one started in Sochi, and then they had many other sexual encounters back in New York at Matt Lauer's apartment. Again, neither of us were there. I don't know what the truth is, but that's the difference between Matt Lauer's defense and the accusations in the brand new Ronan Farrow book. Ronan Farrow, that kid's a career killer. Yo, it's me, Fish B. Who knew being president was so easy? Yeah, that's a good point. Uh, certainly not me. I had no idea that being president was uh, was so easy because apparently all President Trump does is watch the news, you know that, just watch his cable, uh, tweets more than any human in the world should possibly tweet. And then he, uh, I mean, you know those Adderall accusations against the president? 
I don't want to get into them, but I can't imagine tweeting that. Do your own research on that. I'm not making an accusation. I'm not the first. I'm just... Makes you wonder, doesn't it? Makes you wonder. And then there was breaking news today, and then Trump loves to be on the phone, right? Guy loves the phone. Apparently, he's calling Mitch McConnell, your Senate Majority Leader from Kentucky. He's calling Mitch like three times a day to bitch about out-of-control Republican senators. Not good times at 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue. Can you imagine being poor Baron? I mean, he's just a kid. He's just a kid, for God's sake. He's trapped in this madness. Jesus, Baron. Do you believe that farmers really have the most sex? Um, in fairness, yeah, this is, this is a brand new survey out of all the professions, and apparently of all of them, farmers have the most sex. Um, total disclosure, I can't think of a single farmer I know. I, I, I'm a city kid. I don't, I don't know a lot about rural living and farming communities. Maybe that's true. Maybe it's not. I don't know. Go get them farmers. I mean, especially if you're a soybean farmer. Now you've got to do something to pass the time because fuck, you're not really growing beans. I'll tell you who's having the least sex. Podcasters. Has Instagram turned off your likes yet? No, no, they haven't. And a couple days ago, I wrote what I thought was an impassioned but brief three, four paragraph letter to Instagram on my Instagram, letting them know why I need the likes turned off. For those of us that deal with mental illnesses, this Insta anxiety shit is not healthy, yet Insta is an incredible outlet to promote the shit that we're passionate about. So God, it would be great if I could post stuff and not have to deal with the whole likes part of it. Yet Instagram still fucking around. I swear to God, does Mark Zuckerberg want to arm wrestle? Does he want to arm wrestle? Because I will over the top, over the top Zuckerberg. Turn off my likes. Make me the guinea pig on this one. I mean, you've tried it for Australia. Why am I less important than Australia? I mean, like, God damn it. If, if, if I do end up dead one day, look at my internet history. And if I was recently on Instagram, I hope my kids sue the fuck out of Zuckerberg. Sue the fuck out of him. Because, I mean, the data is there. The data is there, Instagram. Privatize the likes. Make it an option. It's not that hard. Have you heard any good boxing news lately? Not a lot of people love the sweet science as much as they did. Obviously, this is a sport like horse racing. It seems it's, uh, the heyday wasn't yesteryear. So it seems about boxing. But now that it's, there, there's more boxing that isn't on premium cable. HBO let their, uh, let their top ranked deal go. And then, uh, and there's less stuff on, less stuff on pay-per-view too. The best news that I heard, uh, one of my favorite fighters, when this guy is on his game, he's on his game. But he's a Brit, like Tyson Fury. He, uh, he's also a gypsy, uh, those uh, Peaky Blinder fans. But his name is Billy Joe Saunders. He fights at super middleweight. He's 28-0. He's a southpaw. He's a title holder. But this dude, when he's on his game, when he has his command and control, 
Billy Joe Saunders, I mean, you can't hit him. This dude reminds me of the very best of two of my favorite fighters, Sweet Pea, Pernell Whitaker, and then Manny Pacquiao, too, like in Manny's prime. Dude, Billy Joe Saunders is a force of fucking nature. If this dude comes in in shape, I feel far I feel sorry for this Argentinian he's fighting, who's 28-0-1, the guy he's fighting, but he's fought nothing but cupcakes, so that, that record isn't, uh, isn't, uh, isn't as regal as it sounds at 28-0-1. And, and, uh, but this is weird. You know, you know what card? This is Billy Joe Saunders' American debut. You know what card he's on? It's at the Staples Center, and YouTube Sensations, KSI, is that how you say it? I don't, honest to God, I hate, I, I'm not sure, I don't follow KSI's work. And then Logan Paul, I, I know who that is, but apparently they're boxing, and on the undercard of that is what might be the best pound-for-pound -pound fighter in the world in the next year or two in Billy Joe Saunders. I love boxing. So does Mexico. Me and Mexico have that in common. Hey, GMO. That's a global media ombudsman. Hey, GMO. What's the best television program from the aughts? I mean, they, they call the aughts. Do they not call them the platinum age of television? Because that's when, like, so many great shows started to happen. God, the best shows from the aughts. I'll put Sopranos at three, Friday Night Lights at two, and Breaking Bad at one. And speaking of Breaking Bad, does not El Camino, the Breaking Bad movie, does that not premiere this weekend on Netflix? I'll double check, but I believe that it does. El Camino, yes! How would you describe Trey Gowdy's head? Are you trying to get me in trouble again? I feel like in addition to apologizing for my mental state last night, I should apologize to Representative Ilhan Omar for saying she looked like King Tut. I didn't mean, you know, like a hot King Tut. Like a really, really, really attractive King Tut that I would consider having an affair with, Representative Omar. So I, 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 I feel bad. Trey Gowdy said, this guy, he's a former representative from South Carolina, former South Carolina prosecutor, but this is the dude that during the Benghazi shit was absolutely going apeshit crazy every single fucking day. And now the president apparently wants to retain this Trey Gowdy as part of his defense team against impeachment. But Trey Gowdy said, I don't... I don't like insulting people's looks because I like, you know, I'm, I'm a two, all right? Like, I'm a two. There's a reason all my pictures are cartoons. But he, uh, he looks fine from the front, but his side profile, weird, man. It, it is, it is, it, it's weird. That dude's odd. He's an odd dude. Oh, thank God. Thank God. I was about to say something even worse. There's Isaiah's music, which means that's time for Isaiah's question. Other than the show I executive produce, what's the invention of the day? Well, 
Obviously, I don't. I mean, it's hard to know what what was invented today because it hasn't really hit the market yet. But uh, I'm pretty sure this show isn't it. Although I appreciate your enthusiasm, young man. Well done. I mean, I couldn't find a better executive producer than this nine year old we got. But the best the best ideas, best inventions I've heard lately, uh, too. Uh, the Philadelphia Flyers hockey team have put in their arena a rage room. A room that you can go into that's full of, like, TVs and computers and vases and, and other shit you can just break. And you just go in and you start breaking shit. It's a rage room. If I ever get to build my dream house, is a rage room going in it? Yeah, I mean, doesn't that just sound like fun? Like when you get frustrated, like if you get in a fight with your partner or having a bad day at work or a meeting goes bad or don't get a promotion you want, wouldn't it be nice just to walk into the rage room and start breaking shit of of no consequence? Like, like that's what it's there for, for like a mental health release? A rage room is brilliant. But even more brilliant, our executive producer, these deaf twins from Britain have invented something called a sound shirt, which, and it's expensive, it's like $3,000, but if you know a deaf person that needs this shirt, I'll throw in the first 20 and I'm poor as fuck. I'll throw it because I think this thing is so cool. But it enables them like, like to go to a place where there's loud music and there's all different kinds of sensors on the shirt that vibrate. For example, it's long sleeve. So in your, in, in your sleeves at different parts, like it'll react to violin sounds. Uh, the drums, there's a bunch of sensors on the back. So basically these twins, uh, they really wanted to go to the club and dance with their friends, but they couldn't hear the music. So they invented this shirt, which, which I think is nothing short but fucking rad. Way to go, twins. It's called the sound shirt. So if you know, uh, if you have a deaf friend or a deaf loved one, it sounds great. It sounds really cool, really cool. And now, my friends, time for the artist formerly known as Paleta Bola de Fuego. Now we simply call it the finale. First things first, a very happy Yom Kippur to all our Jewish friends. We love you. Matt Drudge, influential Republican web aggregator, is starting to flip on the president. Watch that space. Rihanna tells Vogue she told the NFL to fuck off when they asked her to perform at the Super Bowl last year, standing in solidarity with Cap. God, I love Rihanna. That chick is the best. Uh, one of Larry King's houses. I'm not sure where. Who cares? It's Larry King. It's for sale for $17 million. It's a lucky price, and for that, you can afford to put in a rage room. A, a two-legged dog got a Lego wheelchair, and it's adorable. You got sperm count issues? Try tomato pills. And lastly, Barbie has a new doll, Judge Barbie. Judge Barbie! like the sound of that and uh, that my friends is the show for this evening we'll be back tomorrow with the monster reveal of who's this week's friday phone call that uh, that goes down tomorrow uh in the meantime uh if you're struggling with mental health issues please go to nami.org that's nami the national alliance of mental illness all kinds of resources there for you till tomorrow say good night tongaleo uh, uh, uh.